everyone, it's Shauna here. And before we start this amazing podcast episode, I just want to let you know that we are now accepting applications for all of our 2019 masterminds. So masterminds have been such a fantastic way for so many of our listeners to grow their practices in 2018. And the demand for more masterminds has been wonderful. So we have answered that call by creating three levels of masterminds for 2019. The first one is the Inspired Women Mastermind, which is group coaching and masterminding for women who are just getting started in practice. So if you're in the dream up or startup phases of practice, this is a great group for you. So yes, you do have masterminding. There is accountability and support and community. But what we found is that women in these phases of practice often just not really sure how to support each other. So we actually do a lot of uh, coaching and support and instruction in this particular mastermind group. It's a six-month commitment. And if this is something that interests you, then you just go to alignedwomen.com forward slash work with us, and you'll find the buttons there for the mastermind. The next mastermind group we have is the Elevated Women Mastermind. This is a mastermind group for women in the ramp up or scale up phase with practices that are kind of, they see six figures on the horizon or they already have a six figure practice, but they are really growing and growing fast. And a lot of their processes and systems just really need some work in order to to keep up with where they want to go. This is also a six month commitment. It is a great mastermind group. If you are looking to grow your practice, practice in 2019 and you are in that sort of in the hovering around the six figure um, mark or if you're already there this is a great mastermind group for you and our newest mastermind that Danielle and I are so excited about is the elite women mastermind so we have many amazing aligned women listeners and aligned women in our membership community who are six figure or multi six figure practice income earners and they have very unique needs. Their practice needs are, they're different than some of the smaller practices. And they're looking for support and encouragement and other women who are in the same phase of practice. So we have created this mastermind group for you women out there. This is a 12 month commitment. And the reason is because the timelines for so many of the projects that you're undertaking and the growth that you're experiencing, they're longer term. One of the great things about the Elite Women Mastermind that's so different from the other groups is that we're also offering two one-on-one coaching sessions for every one of our Elite Women members, and we're going to have some cool optional live retreats. So if you like the thought of masterminding, you like the thought of accountability, of being in a group of women who get where you're at and can support you where you and you really want practice in 2019, we would love for you to apply for one of our masterminds. Just go to alignedwomen.com forward slash work with us and you'll find all the information that you need there. And now on with the episode. Welcome to the Aligned Women podcast, a podcast to empower women in chiropractic to grow practices that work for their families. I'm Dr. Danielle Eaton. And I'm Dr. Shauna Dingman. We're two moms who are navigating the journey of life and practice just like you. So sit back, take a deep breath, and enjoy the show. (laughs) 
Welcome to a new episode of the Aligned Women Podcast. Dr. Shauna and I are excited to be here with you today as always. Dr. Shauna, last episode we didn't ask each other this question, but I would love to hear from you. Scale of one to 10, how are you doing today? Let's see. I am an eight today and I think I would be a 10 if I didn't have two really sick kids at home. Oh no, they were sick last week. I know they're really sick. Okay. Performance that they did. And honestly, my daughter, especially, um, I think she just gave so much of herself that she just wore herself out. And she is, she's sicker than I've seen her in years. It's, and she can't sleep. She's coughing so hard. She just broke out in this crazy rash all over her face and her neck, which for a 14 year old is like the end of the world. So yeah, I'm feeling a little badly for them, but they're just processing and they'll get through it. You have a a really positive outlook. I'm thinking like if I were in that situation as mom right now, I'd probably be rating my day like five out of 10. (laughs) Well, the Um, thing is that they're old enough that I can, I can leave them in their sickness at home and I can go to work and they're just fine. They're, you know, renting a movie right now and just being sick all on their own and I don't have them coughing on me. So it's a little different for you. Your kids are younger, but yeah. When you can put a little more distance between it, it really does make your day better. Yeah, if my kids were that sick, especially the two youngest ones, I'd have to cancel the day. (laughs) Yep. So, okay, my turn. Um, Scale of 1 to 10. Um, It's funny because after hearing your response, I'm like, I think I should increase my number, but I was going to say 7, 7 out of 10. There's nothing particularly bad about today. Um, I just would really overall enjoy more sleep in my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think um, I'll be closer to the 10 when our baby is sleeping through the night. Yeah, that's a hard one to go that long without sleep. I always find that when I when I start to feel depressed, like... I'm down and I don't really have any good reason for it. I can't really put my thumb on anything. It's usually a signal to me that I need to get more sleep. And one really good sleep will just pull me right back up again. Yes. uh, Yeah, I mean, I remember all those days of nights and night years for me of like endlessly not sleeping. It does Mm -hmm. take its toll on you. So my wish for you tonight is that you get a full night's sleep. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you. I'll take that. <laughs> All right, so we have an awesome episode today. I am very excited about this topic. It's making the right friends. Yeah, this is um, this is a topic that I feel like it's one of those things that we can easily ignore or put off as women who are really busy with work and family because friends, like, oh, we don't have to have friends. But in the reality of... Um, not just surviving, but thriving in our lives, our relationships, especially with other women are really vital. So I'm glad that we're going to talk about this today. All right. So what does it mean making the right friends? What are (laughs) you referring to? Well, you know, that, that phrase, you pointed this out when we decided to do this, this topic, um, you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. Uh, it's so true. And, there are points in our lives where like we need to stop and evaluate who are we spending our time with? Are those people serving us? Are they helping us? Are they hurting us? Um, 
this is tricky, I think, because, you know, we don't want to, like, we don't want to point the finger or blame other people for <laughs> not being, not reaching our goals or not being successful. But there's been a few times in the last, I would say, decade for sure, for me that I've stopped and realized it's time for me to upgrade. It's mm-hmm. time for me to, to surround myself with people who are facing the same kind of challenges or who want the same kinds of things. And trust me, that's not easy for me to do specifically because I have some really outlandish goals. <laughs> so yeah. I've got I've to find other people who are willing to think like I think. But what I have found is that when I start to look for them, I can find them. They're out there. I just got to get creative about it. Yeah. And, you know, I think they're looking for us too, because you're right. We, we, as people in general, when I say, I'm not just talking you and me, I'm talking about people who are listening to this podcast and so many of our membership community, we are different from other women. We think differently. We think on a whole different plane, not just to do with health, but to do with life and how we do family, how we do motherhood, what we think about money, how we contribute to the family. And it can be difficult to find those people, but you're right. They're definitely out there. And the great thing is when you find them, they're so happy to be part of your, part of your tribe, like part of your inner circle. And Um, I just think that it it really deepens the relationships and you're right. It does take some evaluation. I think sometimes we fall into patterns with certain people, you know, and it can be people you went to high school with, for example, and they just, you know, they, you guys have stayed in the same town you've kind of grown up with them and they've just always been a part of your life. Or it could be people from chiropractic college, um, roommates you had, or it could be, I don't know, just friends that you've had, Uh, over social media, people who you've interacted with since sort of the dawn of Facebook. And now you're kind of going, wait a minute, why, why are, why am I still following this person? And the evaluation comes with how do, how do I feel when I'm around this person? One of the things that I noticed is when I would go to chiropractic conferences, for example, you'd have the people in the room where you just want to lie about all your stats. You know, they'd say, so how's it going? And you just want to lie about the number of new patients you're seeing and your monthly patient visits and your income because you just feel, you feel never quite enough. And then there's other people that you want to lie about your stats because you want to downgrade yourself. You know, they're kind of the Eeyores around you and it feels weird to be upbeat and where things are happening. And you can have both of those people in your life. And I think that's where I've really noticed it is when I'm surrounded by large groups and I'm talking professionally of chiropractors. Um, That's where I really see that sense of how am I really feeling right now? And am am I allowing myself, do I feel like I can allow myself to be authentic? And if I feel like I have to be a different person in order to talk to this person or interact with this person, then that's someone that I have to really evaluate. Is this a friend or is this now an acquaintance? Or maybe even less than an acquaintance. I mean, an acquaintance still has kind of a positive connotation to me. There was a moment when we were in California, which was a few weeks ago now. Um, side note, do you remember I, when we got to California, I had the sniffles. I still have the sniffles. What in the world? It's been almost four weeks. Um, yeah, I'm ready for it. It's not funny. 
you can laugh. I'm laughing because that's exactly what happened to me last year when I was there. I know. And I was thinking, I'm not going to have that happen to me. Nope. Not going to have that happen to me. And then, you know, of course here I am. So if my podcasting voice sounds a little stuffy, then that's why. Um, anyway, we were out for a walk and we had this really long conversation like we always do, but there was a moment where you shared something with me about a group of women that you, that you were surrounded by early on in practice that you eventually, it seems to me, kind of separated yourself from because what you found was that you were feeling a lot of pressure to, to do things the way that they did them, like to, to be the perfect mom that they were all trying to be. Yes. And that conversation really stuck with me because I, I've considered that a lot since then. Like how have I portrayed in certain ways the right way to be a mom and a chiropractor or how like is the, is the mom's group that I'm in that I'm just a part of as a regular mom, if you will, does it serve me? Because I do feel like there's a lot of pressure to live the most holistic and, you know, crunchy lifestyle. Um, but what the, the question for me always comes back to, does it, does it help me to be a part of this? Like, or is it hurting me? <laughs> And that can be a fine line sometimes, but I think that just being aware and being conscious of if the relationship is serving you or not serving you in a positive way is vital. Yeah. And I think there's a real gut check there. Um, You know, I, I feel like I used to have to be different people when I would step out the door, you know, there was the at home mom. The, the mom who would, you know, not think twice about raising her voice at her kids or, you know, just blowing up when I was getting frustrated or whatever. And then there was the in-practice mom, you know, the, the person that I was as a chiropractor in clinic, the kind of facade that I had for my patients. And then there was also the, I, I call it the Red Tent Mom. Um, the Red Tent is a book by, I think it's Anita Diamant. And it was huge, like, I don't know, 15 years ago. I don't know whether it still is. It's a great story, but there was a a homeopath, a colleague of mine, actually, she worked in my office as well. And we had this mom's group that would meet every other week. And it was, you know, basically for moms who wanted to raise their kids in kind of a holistic environment. And we co-facilitated the group. And yeah, like my, my red tent mom kind of, I don't know. It's not that I did things that I didn't, really believe in, I think what I did was I conformed my beliefs to the beliefs of the group. And it wasn't until after I wasn't part of the group anymore that I thought, you know what? I I don't necessarily believe that that's sort of the only way. I think that's what it was. I became very tunnel visioned in my view of this is what makes a great mom. And my view of that now is so different. Um, And I think that's where, you know, that was the conversation that we had. It was this tunnel visioning that we can find ourselves into of a great mom is this and this and this. And now I'm really at the point where I believe that a great mom is one who is kind of happy and fulfilled in whatever it is, the choices that she's made. Um, 
you know, if we can love our kids and give our kids the freedom to be themselves and that we also feel the freedom to be ourselves and we're authentic no matter where we are. And I guess that's the difference over the years, letting go of some of those things and having that gut check and being able to kind of realize, I don't want to be a different person when I walk out the door. It is, it's way too much pressure. I don't have the time or the energy for that anymore. And I just don't think it's the, it's not the right way to live. I think we should all always be able to just be ourselves with people. And I guess that's really the crux of this episode. If you can't really be yourself with the people that you interact with, then it may be time to let some of those relationships go. So let's take a pause here and talk a little bit more about our masterminds. So Dr. Shauna and I have worked together for, what has it been, Shauna? a little over two years, maybe getting close to three. It's yep. not been that long. Um, with what we originally started as the Fulfilled Mama Masterminds. And now we have expanded to offer three levels of masterminds. If you are dreaming of starting your own practice, getting back into practice after raising your family, or you've just started a practice, then we have the Inspired Woman Mastermind for you. If you have been in practice for a few years, and you are finding that you're hovering right around the six-figure mark in revenue, you want to continue to grow, but you're also feeling really overwhelmed with this phase of practice, and it's time to figure out how to do things differently, then the Elevated Women Mastermind is for you. And then third is the Elite Women Mastermind. And this mastermind is for women who have a team of employees or staff in their practice. Maybe it's you plus um, a CA in another Uh, associate. It can be a variety of things. But in this phase, you're feeling challenged with how to get get the most out of your team and how to continue to grow your business without taking more time out of your day. So if that is you, then the Elite Women Mastermind is for you. You can find more information about all of our masterminds at alignedwomen.com forward slash work with us. Another point that we wanted to discuss in this episode was deciding what you share through social media, for example, both personally and professionally. And, and again, how that relates to the friends that you're making and, and keeping. And I think that for me, it has always come down to if I am not comfortable with posting this and I have to ask myself, why is it because I'm posting this for attention. Is it because I'm posting this for the wrong reasons? Am I posting this because I need, like I'm needing that dopamine hit of a lot of likes or is there something about this that serves other people in some way? Will this help other people connect with each other or with me or me with them? Um, so there's a lot of questions I ask myself, but the thing that, that I always come back to is, am I being real? Am I keeping it real? Like for me, I don't, I don't want to separate my real self from my professional self. I want them to be the same. Yeah, I agree. And I think for a long time, there was that idea that, you know, you have your personal page and you can post basically whatever you want on your personal page because it's your personal page, but then you have your business page and you post like the businessy type stuff, the professional you, you don't use certain language on your professional page, but it's okay to use it on your personal page. And I think you and I have both found, honestly, people don't think that way. They don't see a doctor you and then 
a family you or a you you. They see you are your brand. And we've talked about that so many times. And so what you're talking about with just being real and kind of being authentic across the board, when it comes to social media, that's really where it's at. You know, you have to, you are your brand, whether you are on your personal page or on your business page. And so you have to think about the fact that if patients are going to be following you, is what you're posting on your personal page, is it really authentic to the brand that you've created professionally? Is it going to create some kind of a rift between the relationships that you have, you know, as doctor and patient? And I don't know, does that sound, does that sound the opposite of what I was just saying? I certainly don't mean it to, but I think what I'm trying to say is just, you know, you are a doctor, you are a leader in your community, you're a thought leader, you are a leader in your family. And so being authentic also means being authentic across our social media. I also feel like, uh, okay, I'll just share this with you. When I was concerned about separating my at-home self and my work self on social media, it was because I wasn't practicing what I preach per se. It was because I was posting stuff on my personal social media, or I had been just a couple of years prior to that. I wouldn't want patients to see because Mm -hmm. I was in chiropractic college and I was partying a lot and I was smoking cigarettes and drinking alcohol. And my friends and I in chiropractic college thought it was hilarious to post pictures of each other and ourselves having engaged in a lot of partying, not just on the weekends, but the weeknights too. Of course, this was before motherhood for me. Um, So no, I didn't want my patients to see that, but you know why I don't live that way anymore. (laughs) And I haven't for a really long time. So um, if here's, here's the thing for me, if patients were able to like scroll way back and perhaps dig up some of those photos, I would be able to be comfortable now with like, yep, that was me 12 years ago, not smart. And I wouldn't advise living your life that way because it took me a long time to clean up my health afterward. So yeah, part of that is, you know, practicing, practicing practicing what you preach. You know, one of the things that I think it's important to point out too, is sometimes you have to let go of some social media relationships, not because they're bad, but because they're bad for you personally. And we talked about this when we were in California too, that I, I have had to unfollow some people. Um, when I say unfollow, basically not, I can't see their posts because not that they're posting anything bad. It's that I feel jealousy. I feel less than I feel disappointed in myself when I see their posts because I'm not mature enough yet to not compare myself to them and to think, Oh, can't I do that? Or why can't I get there? So, and it's, again, it's nothing about these people. They're great women who are doing amazing things and they're not boastful posts or anything like that. They're just, you know, they're great posts, but the way I am where I'm at in my life right now and the effect that it has on me is negative. And therefore I've had to just cut those things out of my life. And hopefully at some point in time, I'll be (laughs) a little more uh, self-enlightened and be able to look at those posts and just simply be happy for them. But right now when that happiness comes along with a sense of lack of self-worth, they're not good relationships to have. And I think 
probably everybody has relationships like that on social media. Oh, for sure. Yes. Sometimes we have in-laws that are like that, or, you know, people we grew up with, they're, they're those people. And it's the great thing is it's easy to unfollow people on social media, but when they're in your family, it's not so easy. True. (laughs) I don't really have a great solution for that one, (laughs) but I would say, you know, even beyond social media, like email as well, there's been Mm -hmm. periods of time where I've gotten oodles of emails from coaches and basically people that want to sell me their product or service. And while I might read their free content and value, find value in it, I've also just deleted and unsubscribed a lot from email lists because what I found was that it was mostly about the fear of missing out. It was FOMO that was keeping me reading all these emails and then like, oh my gosh, their copy is so good. Suddenly I realize I need to have their course because I'm deficient in whatever it is that their problem or that their solution is, right? Like Instagram, I'm not so great with Instagram. So if you were to send me some email series that sold me on your Instagram course, I'd probably end up feeling like I really needed to buy it if your copy was good. But the truth is I'm okay without it. I don't actually want to commit time to learning Instagram right now. And that's okay. Awesome. So talking about friends, we've got a few different strategies then. First is kind of have a gut check with all of your relationships. If there are things that are coming up where you're feeling like with a particular person, you can't really be yourself or you don't want to be your authentic self, that might be a time where you look at, is this relationship, am I serving this person or is this person serving me in a loving and supportive way? Is it adding to my life? And if it's not, then you may need to figure out how can I begin to let that go and just either become an acquaintance of this person or just let them go completely. There's your social media relationships, taking a look at all the different posts that you're looking at. And again, another gut check. How does it make you feel when you're posting? Do you feel like you're posting in an authentic way where whether it's on your personal page or your business page, you're good with it. You feel like this is the authentic you. You are practicing what you're preaching and you really show the person that you are across all platforms. In your family, are there family members that we maybe need to think about putting a little more distance between, or at the very least, just simply making a point of not engaging in the fights and the the arguments. I know as chiropractors, we can often get into some real like gloves off kind of arguments and battles with family members about our, our philosophies, our approaches to care, our approaches to how we parent. I mean, it seems so weird to some people. So sometimes there are family relationships that also need to be just cut back some if there's any way that that can be done. What else, Danielle? Are there any other strategies, anything else that you wanted to talk about in this episode? I think that overall, this sums it up pretty quickly. Make sure that if you're feeling alone, that you are aware that there are people out there who are just like you who can be your support team and that will that you can have a positive um healthy growth mindset type of relationship with um like I said earlier in the podcast you know there's been times where I'm like I have such outlandish goals and I think so differently than most people like how am I ever going to find friends like me but 
when I just started to like open myself up and be who I really am, guess what? I found those people pretty easily. If you're struggling to find the right friends to help you, to support you in this crazy journey of being a mom and a chiropractor and who understand what it's like, what you're going through, then consider one of our masterminds because of course it's a great way to help grow your business, but it's also really important for you to have those kinds of relationships to help you move forward as well. One last thing that we should mention in this podcast episode is that we do have a free Facebook group that is full of amazing women who are both moms and chiropractors. And if you're not a member yet, then head over to alignedwomen.com forward slash mama chiropractors. It's M-A-M-A chiropractors. And you can request to join us there. Okay. Well, that's a wrap for this episode. Be sure to join us next week. We will have a new topic. Shona, do you know what the topic is for next week's episode? Yes, I'm excited. It's practice always means small money. Oh yeah, this one's going to be a fun one. Okay, so be sure to join us next week for that conversation and we'll see you then. Take care. Thank you for joining us today on the Aligned Women podcast. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, we would love for you to head on over to iTunes and hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. You can join the community of amazing women doctors in our free private Facebook group, Mama Chiropractors, by going to alignedwomen.com slash mama chiropractors. And if you'd love to fast track your success in life and practice, subscribe to the waitlist for the Aligned Women team group coaching membership by going to alignedwomen.com forward slash join. Have an amazing day and we look forward to seeing you next time on the Aligned Women podcast.